Welcome back once again to another episode of The Red Pill Cartel. Thank you guys so much for tuning in once again for the 30th time. Yes, this is episode 30. And uh, I thank you guys so much for sticking with me and keep that shit going y'all share this show make stories of it be creative uh get me out there uh because when i get out there you get out there and then you know i could have you on the show and we can talk some more crazy paranormal spiritual shit so today i have two very lovely guests on amy d and meredith lucky stars on the show for your enjoyment and we had a lot of fucking fun and I really hope you guys have fun too so in order to do that you know what you gotta do right kick back, smoke a dube crack open a beer chug it down and then have another beer or another dube and then enjoy the show thank you so much cartel Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Red Pill Cartel. I have two lovely ladies here, Amy and Meredith, and they What's have up? their own podcast called Take the Gold Pill. I believe that's what it's <laughs> called, right? Close enough. Gold yeah. Pill Pod. But we love gold, that. Gold Pill okay, cool. So, um, how are you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you doing? Fantastic. We got strong winds tonight, <laughs> so hopefully it doesn't uh, affect... Uh, the podcast or the background noise or whatever because my it sounds like my windows are going to be shattering <clears throat> but, oh my gosh yeah that's crazy but uh yeah so i'm gonna ask amy first <laughs> how were you first uh spiritually awakened what was the process well it was when i was really young i started i went to a christian preschool and i started questioning kind of like how christians fit into the scheme of everything and i just sort of understood there was like a bigger picture than just like this one religion so that was when i was really young but ultimately that led to me being like 28 and um having sort of like a nervous not like a nervous breakdown but like definitely like a real questioning everything moment and um just had to go into hermit mode for basically like three years after that and then i kind of figured out um in that time that i you know I discovered God and I discovered this whole other world that exists and how the spiritual and the material world interact. And um, I've been hooked ever since, but yeah, just kind of learning about the lies and stuff on YouTube. That was the real catalyst. If I got to be honest, it was really just like the first time YouTube was out for everyone. And all those documentaries were kick-ass back, you know, in 2008. And then you kind of realize how, like, our world is like the Muggles versus uh, the Harry Potter world, right? Dang. Yeah, they use that. They like that. It's a really strong metaphor, the Harry mm-hmm. Potter. <laughs> Very similar with me. I had like a three year kind of downtime where I kind of stopped talking to my friends for a while. <laughs> and I thought I was nuts and shit, right? Mm-hmm. I was going deep into the Bible. And brainwashing myself in the Bible, and then I <laughs> got out of that shit. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to take what I know now and apply it to my daily life. 
Uh, Meredith, how yes. about you? Well, um, I was pretty open, like spiritually when I was young, um, had a lot of like, I guess you were, you were talking before we started recording about paranormal experiences and I had, I've had a lot of those myself and, um, yeah, I was seeing auras or like, you know, pointing at the lady's flat stomach and saying, baby, you know, like before, (laughs) you know, just things like that, that you like, I don't know. And then eventually society kind of like beats that out of you and yeah, I was like put on meds and <laughs> yeah society, society uh puts a barricade on um All of that. yeah yeah so um and then I guess like 2016 um I was working in a lab with veterans and I was like working with autistic kids and I was like doing just the most service work possible and like I stopped like being able to move my neck like altogether um Mm. and so I went to this chiropractor and he like it was more of like an energetic and like breath work chiropractic uh way of treatment and like Ayurvedic right yeah, like it's called network chiropractic. So it's just based on like, uh, yeah, energy and breath and like very little touch in the adjustments, which is awesome for someone like me. I don't want my neck to be like pop, pop, pop. You know, I'm not into that. Oh, but so- oh my God. I've had that once though, and it was fantastic. <laughs> Ooh. I bet it was. Yeah. yeah I like, like I would die or something. Massive, <laughs> I, had this, uh, I had this massive. Um, energy burst uh, after yes. I was like oh and it was like it lasted one day and then I went back mm. to- and the next day I'm like shit oh, yeah. that's how I keep going back to chiropractors oh my god I could nerd out over exactly what you just said all day because I think like the body has a response like it locked it trauma and you know our belief system and every experience that we've lived through is kind of like mapped onto our bodies so you yeah, like I mean, can't I mean, just uh, get an adjustment. What the thirty the thirty three vertebrae goes back to the Bible and everything. Like everything in the oh Bible. My gosh, that's so deep. Yeah, it goes back to everything in the Bible goes back to like the human anatomy or like the stars and everything. It all coincides. It's crazy. Like well, the chakra system is kind of the same way where it's like it sounds really when you're when you don't understand it, it's like still really cool to imagine these energy centers. But once you start like learning the anatomy of the body, you start realizing that those energy centers are like little bundles up and down the spine and they correspond with the chakras. And it's like, oh, okay, so everything has like a real nice like material, not everything, but a nice material correspondence in that way, too, where it doesn't have to have it. But um I like it. I like those examples to like really get the non-believers or <laughs> the non, the non, you know, the non-open people because it really catches them off guard. And we yeah. can even like say that perhaps like what, like the reason that you snapped back into the pre-adjustment condition is because of like an energetic correspondent that wasn't addressed with the physical correspondent, which is why energy work is awesome <laughs> yeah i mean i haven't done energy work 
but uh, I should probably learn Maybe. about that because I know that it's real, you know? Even yeah. like Reiki. Reiki, I have a guest coming on soon and she's a friend and mm-hmm. she just got her, uh, you know, she's going to school for Reiki. She's mm. doing it and she's starting her own show and everything. It's like, wow, you know? Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I can send you if you want, like, when we get done recording, I can send you some stuff that you can do. Because if you already, like, if you have that, like, kind of astrotheosophical understanding of how, like, the cosmos and the body, that they are, like, a mirror of each other or that one is in the other and we're not exactly sure which one is which, you know, it's like you can kind of, I just feel that when you have that knowledge and awareness that... You're more conscious and you can move, yeah, energy maybe more effectively by virtue of the consciousness that you have. So, yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's like uh, being an adept at magic, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing where it's like, if you're not open to it, you're not going to be able to do it. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's amazing we were- once you t- take that little like leap of belief or faith or whatever. Um, and that's the, and it's not good to keep believing, but like the initial instinct to believe is very, very crucial in this whole path that I think we have all taken. Very true. Cause the mind is very powerful. Like look at the fact that people can take a, uh, um, what do you call it? A, uh, uh, what's the word for like hallucinogen. That's just where I'm going. No, um, <laughs> do anything, but it actually, it's actually tricking your mind. Placebo. Placebo. Oh, placebo. There we go. Yeah. yeah the placebo effect. Right. Definitely so, not a hallucinogen. <laughs> yeah. I've done okay. hallucinogens. It's a placebo of a hallucinogen. Though. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dude, fucking see like this, these shadow people and I don't know what's going on. Well, maybe it was those uh, pencil shavings that I gave you that you thought was acid, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. <clears throat> so what is the gold pill? Describe it. <laughs> well, Meredith came up with, or you don't like to take credit for coming up with it totally, but you did basically come up with it in my world. And um, it's this idea that um, she was just talking about the gold pill and I was kind of, um, I love the red pill, but um, and I feel like your red pill is really important to have in your, in your medicine cabinet. And I also love the clown pill because also really important to be able to laugh at some absurd stuff. But the gold pill is kind of like this neat idea where you are totally your own expression of you, but in this very integrated way. And there's a lot of people expressing this really, really healed integration lately. And um, they're kind of like multiplying and it's been really neat. And I just, it's this kind of, it was this great way of describing this new vibe I was starting to understand. And so I got back to her on Instagram and we just kind of started talking about it there. But um, that's basically what it is. It's like, you do you, you do you like considering other people so that like your own karma is, is handled and you do you in a way that basically if it's authentic, it will be harmonious with other people doing themselves and it'll be, it's just really nice. It's like kind of, 
a really, um, I've also liked to refer to it as a place where people who are kind of further along in their awakening process can go and they can really understand and see real world examples of people coming together and doing this work that we're doing. And so we're not alone and it really reinforces that idea. And that's what the account, the gold pill is about, but overall, so, just to, <clears throat> go ahead, go ahead. So basically, um, cause I brought this up, I think a couple episodes ago, um, where like you, if, if you're awakened and you're not doing anything about it, then you're mm-hmm. kind of just like kind of dead in a way. I mean, like, like you're, you're not doing any work with what you have when it comes to faith and the creator. Right. So uh, <clears throat> the Christians always say faith without good works is dead. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing the work and you're applying spiritual knowledge that you have into your work, then you are really um, putting out those vibes out for other people to catch on to. That's how mm-hmm. I look at it. I think that's Definitely. a great way of describing it. Um, I think that, so this came up when, for me, I, I guess it was like February, and I wanted a different way to say, because I don't want to say red-pilled. I don't like the red-blue bl- dichotomy. Like, as much as I think that, like Amy said, the red pill is necessary and it's foundational, I mean, and it's super important, like, for me, it just didn't feel like the pill that I wanted to take every day when I woke up with my Wheaties and my coffee or whatever. I don't even eat any of those things, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I think that like, for me, the gold pill is representative of like having your own access to divinity, like not needing Mm. an intermediary. And it's also maybe more of an internal thing than like an external thing. I mean, and as within, so without, so the internal then, you know, kind of shapes a more harmonious external and gosh, like if the whole world was doing that, who knows like what kind of, you know, cool shit we could create. I mean, I don't think I'll ever find that out at this moment, you know, but, <laughs> but I do think it is- that it's like, it's an internal thing. And the other thing that I wanted out of my preferred pill is like I'm not super into savior complex like I've had a lot of that in my personal like romantic relationships and a lot of all of those ways that those archetypes can be fucking like you know here there and everywhere like the rescuer Mm -hmm. and victim victimizer savior like I just have had enough of that and so you know I'm trying to become a whole person and stand beside and around other whole people true do very, this shit, you that's know? i think my show is important to me because i find that it helps me to cultivate uh important relationships uh that i can't find in my daily life mm. mm-hmm. so i mean like mm-hmm. there's so many people that are just waiting for a savior and it's like no dude you gotta fucking you got to do do the work yourself and become your own savior, you know? Yes. Like, you have to save yourself. I mean, that's not to take anything away from the Christ or Buddha or any other religion who has a entity right. uh, that, uh, or avatar that is Save themselves. Present. Right. But, like, 
most of the religions twist it to the fact that you got to wait for a savior or here's your savior. It's like, no, dude, you got to, you got to do the work because Q's not going to do it for you. Trump's not going to do it for you. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? All that shit. So yeah. We, gotta, gotta, we just got to kind of do the work and get it out there and put it out so that other people can catch on and say, you know what? You're inspiring me. Let's do this. Like I'm going to do my own thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's this idea of the white pill that's out there too, which is, um, I don't have a problem with that, I suppose. Cause it's, it's fine, but it's just, I, yeah, it's the gold pill is just like, you generate your own light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like these, and you can, it's like, namaste, like the light in me recognizes the light <laughs> in you. And once you're like on, uh, not to be like there's levels, but like once you're on this vibe, let's say you can really spot the people who like get the vibe really, really fast. And it's really, really cool is basically what I'm trying to say. It's been really fun. I'm yeah, telling you, so- I go into work every day and there's this one older Indian guy. He's probably like pushing 60, <laughs> if not early 60s. And uh-huh. every day we walk by each other we give the the prayer and we bow to each other and say namaste oh that's that's great so kind of like going back to the white pill i want to talk about that because if that's okay i don't mind i don't mean to like you know hijack the conversation but i do want to ask like no what is the white pill I don't really know, Amy. What like is it? The is that the Jesus pill or is that the, no? Like, it's like Michael white, Malice white bullshit pill or what? Is it is kind of a bullshit pill. It's like the opposite <laughs> of the black pill. So it's for people who have been black pilled but still want to have hope. And I don't think it's hopium, oh. but I also don't think <laughs> it's a, it's not coming. It's like from a really like um, strictly libertarian, strictly anarchist mindset, like the person who conceived this idea. So it doesn't mm-hmm. really have like a much of a spiritual component to it as far as I can tell again. Oh, so cool. that's kind of where I'm at with it. It doesn't really, it's kind of just about like looking out and there's a really beautiful piece to the white pill. And he wrote a whole book about it if anyone's interested, Aww. but um, it's yes. just not, it, it doesn't really speak to the spiritual aspect of the whole thing as as a like whole. the gold pill right like mm-hmm. so the, it's so funny that you say that because when you brought up the white pill and then I was thinking about the gold pill like I was thinking a lot about I've gone through a lot of different energy healing types of trainings and I've learned a lot in that process and like whenever a teacher would instruct me to use white mm-hmm. like I never liked that. If you think about it, it's like turning a neon light on a dark street. Like just Mm -hmm. using the color white, like it draws everything. But gold draws only specific things. And also it's like, it's a whole, yeah. So using gold, like even just taking time to like close your eyes and like imagine the energy of gold running through your body i mean i've been doing that every day for the last like few years <laughs> that's pretty yeah. good shit. that's probably yeah. on that gold ki- gold pill i said gold kill <laughs> put on that put on the frequency of uh healing music and yes. picture your body like with gold like running through your veins and your body and Dude, everything that shit is healing as fuck like it sounds kind of I it sounds it's, cheesy but it's not fly on the wall yeah but i mean any color you can you know use to but that's the thing it's just 
like taking back our imagination and using color and using sound and using these different things again that maybe we haven't in a long time you know maybe we've been so, under amnesia for a thousand years who knows right <laughs> like we probably <laughs> but we forgot hmm. and i had this yeah. very vivid <gasps> one time when i was uh-huh. trying, like deep into my bible studies and everything and like mm. my, my uh you know like closed off period where <clears throat> i had this very vivid dream and i was standing on this hill looking down at this like video game arcade of all places mm. and there was like me and like four other people and we're all dressed in white robes and we're all standing like <laughs> probably like 10 feet apart or whatever we're all looking down at this building and we all go down there and we get to the building and there's all these like scumbags in the building and that were like we could tell they were evil right mm. uh-huh all opened our mouths at the same time and this big golden ray came out and it sounded like it, the sound that came out of our mouths was like uh, and this golden ray yes. came out and wow they all just disappeared that's so cool i just heard an aboriginal um do like throat singing yesterday and it sounds just like that and that's kind of what the did i don't know that's interesting that it was that sound of gold i, know I love that. that i know how to do the, the throat thing. <laughs> oh you do that's awesome do it, right now. <laughs> do it i used to implement it when i was playing guitar and i'd sing a song i wrote a song where it had um throat singing involved <laughs> Oh, nice. Um, were you like, did you realize you were doing something like transcend, uh, transcendental or were you just doing what felt right? No, I, I knew, I, like, I, I, I was looking at uh, YouTube videos on how to throat sing so that oh, I awesome. into my song, right? Ooh, that's so cool. Are those the, um, on your Instagram, is that your band that's playing in all those pictures? Uh, you've put up a couple show pictures of like people playing in bands and I wasn't oh, sure if that was you or a friend yeah. or I have a Freemason friend who comes on the show regularly <laughs> and uh-huh. band. they're called the Android <laughs> Meme they're called Entwined Meme a- the Android Meme oh Android being ooh Meme yeah is it is meme? it like are they um are they are they like poking fun at the idea of android or are they trying to bring attention what is the do you know what his like idea behind that name was that's a really well, cool name well he's totally anti-transhumanism right so okay i get it i get it okay nice you should, like if you listen to uh the last episode i had with him on he's i put he sent me his latest song that's unreleased and i put uh-huh. it on the very end of the episode okay yeah 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 I'll have to listen awesome. to that. The lyric, the song is called "Looking Glass," uh-huh. and this is back when he was like looking at the Q thing, right? So he took the both both O's and made them Q's. Okay, right? okay. But, but he, re- he referred to it as uh, "Project Looking Glass." I don't know if you know what that's all about. Oh yeah, uh-huh, yeah. So the the, the, uh, <laughs> the government was doing this uh, project where they could see into the future. <clears throat> they looked through the uh, the lyrics are like um, they ran the program to see through the co- the quantum and the people always mm-hmm. unite in the end. They always unite in the end. Yeah. 
I mean, how could they not? You know what I'm right? saying? Like, it makes no sense to me. And I know this is this is where I get sort of like um, I start simping for hope. But I'm just like, <laughs> people are getting it. You know, they fully are getting it. And the more things get cra- the video that I posted on my Instagram, it has not even like blown up yet. There are literally a mob of Australians, like the police in their vehicles, like multiple vehicles are trying to get away from the mob of angry Australians that are just like trampling it down. And it's like, they're not showing this to us, obviously, like for obvious reasons, but it's insane. And if you just kind of take a minute to really take in what's going on outside and, you know, other places, people are getting it. And I have a really hard time resting in this idea that like we are doomed i mean i get why people think that i totally do but like these people in australia were like it looked like a battle except for it wasn't because it was a like um i don't even like thousands of people rushing (laughs) these police officers (laughs) and they couldn't do anything but run and it was like exactly Mm-hmm. exactly this is yeah, such people, a beautiful point they shouldn't be able to walk united. down the fucking street like my people, I get are it. people are uniting against this global tyranny and they're seeing it right yeah uh-huh not everybody it's, is but i definitely am uh Aww. uh hope for humanity so That's awesome. i'm not black coat guys no, like, we're fucked you know yeah, that's that's a I get the mentality, but it's just not a fun place for me to say. Um, it's really interesting though too, just how many people are getting it and how it's going to be inevitable, and how Aww. there's just the it's real, it's real authentic unity as well. Because there was this mm-hmm. whole um, racial movement that happened in the United States. I'm sure everyone was watching. And it seemed very divisive, but like this really, really cool moment for unity presented itself the minute that people are not into being vaccinated because probably a majority of those people would under any other circumstances not really be on the same side of, you know, the the fence or they would, it wouldn't be a problem. There's like that sex too. But a lot of people that would normally have very um, kind of, they have different sides of the fence or different sides of opinions. They are working together now because they have this common goal of no, um, no vaccine mandate. And it's really, really cool to see the people in the movement getting it, getting the authentic unity. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I have, I have people that I work with uh, and um, there's a few guys that are, that I work with like in my actual department and they're all like, there's no fucking way you're putting that shit in my veins. Right. But then yes. I have other there's I have other people who are like, dude, I got two two fucking vaccines already. I'm not fucking getting any more. Fuck this yep. shit. I have so many right? friends. Our like new that. best friends, I yes. So oh, and I welcome them into my and that's the thing, like even if you are committed to going down the booster trajectory like forever. Like, I just don't really care, like, as long as you aren't, like, a mind-controlled slave who's going to tell me how to live my fucking life, Right, right. Because it's, like, you know, and I definitely, like, can be way more black-pilled than Amy. (laughs) Like, for sure. Um, You know? Yeah. Amy, you there? Or Meredith? I'm here. Yeah. Now we can. 
Oh, yeah, we're good. Okay. I don't remember. I think I was just saying, like, how... Um, you're, you're, you're more black-pilled. Yeah, I'm more black-pilled, I would say. Like, because I could see, like... Yeah, like, I don't know. But I appreciate the levity. I think that sometimes, like, having Amy around brings me. Just because I, like... And I don't even know if it depresses me anymore, too. Like, some of the black pill stuff. Because I'm just kind of like, well, I can still live a gold-pilled existence in any condition. Like, in any type of environment. Like, you know, that's kind of... I we were literally that. joking. We've never met. And we were joking about how, like, we may oh. get our opportunity to meet, like, in the camps, you know? So, <laughs> you know, like, it's like, I, we're not, I'm not blind to the fucking terrible things that are going on. But it's yeah, just right. that she's not to focus on them, but not in a new age ignorant sort of way. But in a, no, I totally, look, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But let's focus on my, on our gold pills, like, vibe. It's like, we're going to focus on some happier shit today, or at least some stuff that's focusing on. Like today, great news, Paris or France is going to be oh my God. getting rid and like making all that. facial recognition like illegal and it's all the crazy. data collection illegal. And because of this, this guy was saying there's like this, the precedent it's setting for other companies that do that is sort of like it's not going to be OK. So that's, in my opinion, a huge win in the day of digital autonomy or digital sovereignty. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So we can't have that. I mean, like, that's exactly where they want to go, but we can't have that. Like, it's... Exactly. Yeah. It's just, like, so intrusive into everybody's life. And there are people... There, I guess there was some code over in Paris that you are... It's a big no-no to violate it, and people don't usually return from doing that. Like, you get really just obliterated as a company. And so I guess that's what's going on. I mean, to be determined, it has not happened yet, but this guy seemed like he knew what he was talking about. And I, I think we're going to start seeing more stuff like that. And in the same vein, it was really easy in the beginning of all of this to really get dark and, and black-pilled about everything because it all seemed so overwhelming. But as we go on and as you start seeing more people wake up and as like people stop taking things seriously, like I live in California, and um, we just have the mask mandate reinstated. And I went out today and truly none of the places I went even asked you to wear a mask. And <laughs> most people were not wearing them. Yeah. So it's like, there is this aspect too of people are like, okay, there's all these mandates and stuff, but I'm not gonna, I think if you're going to school or you're going to work, these are different problems. But just for going mm. to stores and just kind of doing stuff around town, people, at least in, California, which a lot of people um, have a lot of feelings about it being super lefty, and it is. Um, it's so even for a super lefty state, there's just no compliance, you know. So that's yeah. Interesting. In the institutions, it seems like that's where like they're really trying to get like the most possible compliance. I mean, I was talking to my friend who is double vaccinated, right? Like no mm-hmm. judgment, like. You know, and he also got COVID. So, you know, it's like, yeah. And I think him and I got sick around the same time. So, we spent a lot of time talking conspiracy talk, like while we were both, while I wasn't really in quarantine because I don't believe in that, but like he was, uh-huh. you know. 
he was like in quote unquote quarantine and he had to do the whole contact tracing thing. It's just part of school, you know, like you can't really go to school and not like in a sense, like going to the institutions is like granting some level or some measure of kind of consent to be like war gamed and like <laughs> put upon in this way, you know, and it sucks. Isn't, but... isn't there something in the Bible, Davy, about like don't the money change like if you don't want to pay taxes, like don't deal with the money changers kind of Oh God, what? I'm not even sure about that one. Oh, okay. Well, I think so. It's basically like Jesus being like, I don't know, like don't quote me on this because I am not a Christian um in that in any mm. like any uh, formalized sense right but like, need to look this verse up though. right yeah it is it's something like that and basically the point of it is as far as i understand it is that like yeah it's their system and if you don't want to deal with their system just don't deal with their system but you have to understand when you engage with it like it's their rules mm-hmm. and that's just yeah. and that that kind of um is a really yeah. I think that's a really cool way to enter the world of technology, quite honestly. <laughs> right. Oh, God. I, I, and know I, have... that, I know that Jesus was pissed off in the temple. In the temple, when, and all the people were, like, uh, selling and buying and shit. And he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? This is a temple. Like, and he yeah. started turning their tables and shit. Like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, no, Jesus was a really cool guy, guys. He he was a he was a rebel Jesus. No, I don't know exactly about that, but I do know that um <laughs> it is interesting when you start uh looking at certain stories and it's like, oh, this guy has been uh, I don't know how to say it without being totally offensive. There's been a lot of a lot of a lot of fake news about Jesus mm-hmm. and his team. So sure. I agree. Yeah. Every time I see like a magazine or something about the story of Jesus, I'm like, yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, okay, guess you were there. <laughs> yeah. They turned that's Jesus of- into like white fucking guy who that's like fucking right. They sure right? did. Right? The yeah. Bastards. Like they, they they twisted everything. Like Jesus was against religion and they made a fucking religion about him. Like, what did that say? Yeah, well, he was crucified, and like their icon of him is like being crucified on the cross. It's kind of like yeah, a very like a, interesting a way of honoring Saturn They're worshiping the guy that yeah. they think is going to save them, who's dead on a fucking cross. I know, I know. It's a good thing he has wow. risen. He is risen. <laughs> Amen. I'm just kidding, but yeah. So. I can't stand anything to do with church, like the establishment. Jesus it's like Christ, I don't consider Christ. myself a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to like get really turned off by religion, and then now I kind of see it as like twofold. Like it's a it's a really great place for people to have a community, and also it's a really neat like code of life. And I think if we got out this whole hell and heaven mentality and just started realizing that the Ten Commandments are truly, if you just want to live a very simple, unencumbered life, you know, don't cheat on your wife, don't murder your neighbor, you know, like these are all things where you're inviting terrible karma into your life. Yeah, so I think it's simple. Yeah, so I think if we just like, kind of, I don't know, but then of course you have now versions of mega churches and um, all sorts of crazy things that just ruin you know the whole the whole purpose of it it does seem but um again those places are really great communities i mean maybe the pastors are terrible and 
it's they're stealing their money, but they are some facilitating this. What? Some of them are, and some of them are not, right? Like exactly, people, exactly. Bad people in every aspect of life, right? Like absolutely, mm-hmm. and it's still facilitating this like community for these people who, for you know, they need each other, you know. So I'm all I, I don't have any problems with religion at this point, and I actually. And when I was in high school, I used to like hate going to churches. And now it's, it, I don't know. I kind of feel like at peace in churches, but that's when I'm alone. Not like yeah, in, a, in the middle of a service or something, you know, but going in, I know the Catholic church is awful, but their artwork and their churches are mm. stunning, you know, so really peaceful. Yeah, well, they're that's stunning true. for a reason because they take all the money from the people who tithe, right? Oh, Davey, you have to ruin everything. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was raised Catholic and like definitely can relate to like I always even like in my like teenage years and my 20s felt kind of at peace within that kind of sitting standing kneeling. It's the ritual. I just like ritual like that's (laughs) so it makes sense that I would like that you know but like yeah the stained glass the incense like all of it it's very it does touch on something that is sacred and that maybe it I always go back to the amnesia that we all have you know and like Mm -hmm. well that goes back to the uh the old world way of thinking too like the Tartaria Mm -hmm. thing of how, oh yeah been down like, deep in that rabbit hole yeah like like the the <laughs> cathedrals are cathodes right and they yeah um, they're like free energy collectors centers for the people and now it's it's not now it's all about ritual people probably went to the churches back then just to like sit there and get healing and now yeah right like that. look at our ritual that- that energy too, like from churches, from sports, sports ball games, um, gets harvested too. So it is kind of weird to think about. I don't. I'm not necessarily convinced that in Tartaria, if that was a place that existed, that we were potentially before like a huge cataclysm or something. Or reset. Not, right. Uh. Exactly. I'm not entirely convinced that. Like, I don't know that that technology was necessarily used for good either, you know? Possibly not. Yeah, like, I kind of, I don't know. I just have a sense, like, that, that, sure, like, the energy was cleaner. This is the dirtiest fucking technology energy system that, like, I've ever. Right now. Yeah. It's so caustic to my very existence oh my gosh have you guys so i know that me and amy have talked about this a lot but have you seen those purple lights yes around are they in are they in canada too i don't see them but i've uh, saw them on tiktok videos and shit oh so you can see them that's awesome they they must be like super all over the states which makes sense for i think they're in big cities i think like they're in um because i don't have them in my area as far as i know but i also do they're like Maybe? black uh yeah near toronto yeah oh near okay cool cool but i wonder if they have them in toronto proper but anyway there are some even in the city that i live in that i just moved to that's a nondescript mountain town that i won't disclose <laughs> yeah 
I've actually seen them. Oh, yeah. They're all over North Carolina. And, like, they were... I mean, they, we had, like, a news clip. And I made, like, a... I have a meme page that's, like, private that I really, like, let myself, you know, go nuts on. And with my extremist beliefs of, like, valuing nature and, like, Your valuing, terrorist, like, terrorist beliefs. Like, wanting, like, clean water and, like, how come the corporations have their dicks so deep in everything? Like, yeah, it's just like that. It's just where I go talk about those types of things. But where I don't, where I, nobody is going to chime in with their opinions because they're all vetted. And so I just don't have the energy to deal with that sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like. I want to like engage with people, but I also like don't. I cannot be convincing motherfuckers. You know, you get it or you don't, and I just can't. I'm sorry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But uh, you kind of you- got to go into into the world. Like, even the Bible says, like, you got to be. You're in the world, but you're not of it, and that's what uh-huh. I feel like. Like Fuck I'm yeah. so like fucking uh, distanced from people that don't think the way that I do anymore you know yeah it's it's um there's not that many locally so it's really nice that we've been able to find each other on the internet (laughs) there's like a few of us lighting up around the country and so we all have to connect (laughs) for sure a little light stronger (laughs) I have some people here that are local but I also I do appreciate like the internet connections and enjoy fostering them and hope that I don't have to fucking join the metaverse to like meet y'all fools you know what I mean like what the fuck well I kind of think- I think we're in the metaverse I've been thinking about this so much yeah because I'm like if you want to pay your bills like and you pay it online like that's your digital like bill um, payment you know what I'm saying like we already mm-hmm. engage with Instagram and Facebook and like you can find me on there and I think it will just get more and more like it'll look better. But I think that we are already there. And I, uh, yeah, yeah, I think there's like a new thing coming. But um, definitely, we our digital twins already exist. So that's so true. And For like, sure. I just don't want the option to like actually see people in person, like in the physical, like that don't live where I live, to go away. Even though, like, I've I've read up on some of those fucking, you know. 666 bills that they're passing through (laughs) yeah you know or whatever and like so I know that like there's an aspect of like transportation that is changing like period point blank but right I still want the option so whatever I'll just be a spoiled brat (laughs) in the fourth industrial revolution yeah I feel like that we are um kind of (laughs) As spiritual beings, we are being sucked into that metaverse thing. Mm-hmm. So true. It's like a forced evolution. It's like, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, if you're using it for good, great. If there's other people yeah. out there, they're probably going to be using it for way worse shit, you know? Oh, yeah. And I don't even want to entertain the fact of what they want to do with that. Mm yeah i don't yeah it's like but then i like there's this old buddhist monk i guess that in the beginning of all this and i tell this story a lot um it was in i think it was india or something i don't know i'm a big idiot but um somewhere there was a monk and they said oh my gosh this is all happening the technology is happening and this is happening and they're coming for us and they're gonna get us and this is it this is it 
And the guy was just like, they have been coming for us since the beginning of time. He goes, yeah. okay, so they're coming it's, for it's us. It's inevitable. But it's like they've not gotten us. You know what I'm saying? You don't think they've been trying their hardest this whole time? You know what I mean? And so for I eons, still... dude, for fucking yeah, ever. And I... Yes, We've yes. We've been in the eighth sphere. We've been here. This is also like a version of that, like, and a version of that, and a version of that. And I kind of think that, like, I don't know. I just have this sensation that, like, at the end of this life, I'll be free. You know, so it doesn't really matter, like... Even though it does, like, of course, like, the decisions, I like, I personally feel like the decisions that I'm making right now are super important for the future, mm-hmm. whatever that means. But, like, I also feel not guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. But I feel like I'm going to be able to, like, get out of my body once it dies mm-hmm. and then just go wherever I want to go, <laughs> you know, go. Yeah. Well, the, you know, I've, go I've had a, a, I've had a conversation with, um, New York Patriot on one of my episodes back when I first mm. started mm-hmm. and I asked him the question. He was like, Holy shit. I asked him this question. He's, I'm like, do you think there's actually true freedom on this plane of existence? Or is it only when we pass them with flesh bodies? Mm-hmm. Like, Dude, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. This is true. It's like, I don't feel like there is true freedom on this plane of existence until we pass away. And then that's when true freedom actually exists. Not that Absolutely. I want to die or anything because I enjoy this life. Right, right. Right. But at the same time, it's like, there's but, no, mm, there's no there true are, freedom. There, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude or like interrupt, but there are like, um, Fuck, and then I lost it. That's what I got. Karma's a bitch, you know? Like Modus interruptus, and then... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying, Amy? Oh, um, I don't even know. I was just going to say, basically, <laughs> that um, we are able to go wherever we want to go. And, of course, we don't have, like, ultimate freedom because we are required to take care of our bodies, and that's fine. But I also... Um, but. You know, like you have to eat, you have to go to the bathroom, you have to do all these obligations, and to do that, you have to do work. And so, I think as far as yeah, getting shedding the material reality is probably the best way to gain freedom. But I also think that um, there's a lot of work. You can tell that all three of us have done a lot of work just by that very nature, because the idea that you think that afterlife will be more freeing than what we are experiencing right now is almost impossible for so many people to conceive of because yeah, they're so afraid of the idea and i would suggest they're afraid of it because they are not right with themselves you know and that's that's not to say yeah. they couldn't they, they can definitely all get right with themselves but that's like a choice but i think that's why um that's the thing that i've noticed of people that are dying that i've that i've had close mm. contact with and i think that that's that's preparing for death because i always tell sean like we're gonna be dead a lot longer than we're alive like it's it's gonna it's just true you know like this version of us so the it's crazy to just kind of fear that you know what i mean it once once you really get your mind around it but yeah i think that's really a testament to how much work you've done dave because that is not a an easy place to arrive at for a lot of people for sure i mean like i think about it all the time i'm like like, am I doing the right thing? You know, am I gonna, yeah. am I gonna be eternal? Am I gonna, uh, once I leave this body, 
uh, is my spirit going to live on? Am I going to retain the same memories of what I, what I've retained in this life? Right. Crazy. Right. Yeah. It's wild to think about, but I mean, like mm-hmm. I'm not do, but I thrive off of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I love and it. I think yeah. off of that idea is what uh, motivates me to do what I'm doing now. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, back to me, what I was going to say about, I was going to say like on some level, you know, there's different like levels, which we do exist. We are already eternal. Davey, come Mm -hmm. on. You know, you're eternal already. You know, (laughs) fucking of course. Yeah. Don't realize that, that they're already eternal. Yes. And I love the word eternal compared to immortal. Eternal to me is like, or in, are we still here? Yep. Can okay, you? good. Yes. Um, eternity and infinity and immortal are all like really interesting concepts to me. And I think eternal mm. is the best one because infinity yeah. implies like it never Forever. ends. So there's a beginning and it's like, yeah, it's the Mobius mm. strip of both of motions. Mm. But eternal is more just like everything that is, was, ever will be sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of like gold, like eternal. I don't know how to yes, explain it in any other gold. way, but it has that like ring to it. And I just, and, and, and immortal doesn't seem right. Cause that just means that like your body isn't going to decay, I guess at the same right. rate or like you have, <laughs> right. So I'm not yeah. like really worried about fun. that. That's what the, <laughs> that's what the parasites want is to have immortality of the flesh. Creepy. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not big time that's, losers. Well, I was going to say that's technically, like <laughs> it totally is. I agree, and like we are, like so since we exist on all these different levels, you know, on one level of that is our oversoul, and our oversoul is so fucking like expansive, like just from personal experience of like you know. I don't know gnosis or psychedelics or like just any time that I meditate like I can feel like the vastness of like my oversoul you know and like how like what that actually is and I'm like oh shit like I'm just enslaved to my oversoul's addiction to having fucking experiences you know like (laughs) yeah that's all I'm enslaved (laughs) to because all of this is just an extension of that like I'm like oh oh okay and then <laughs> and then I'm like okay whatever like you know just don't force jab me you know what I mean like please yeah yeah there's a lot of it is really interesting how the don't do it. There's, a, there's a lot of things that are really unacceptable but like I'll deal with them but that is kind of the one and I'm wondering what it is for you guys that like keeps you from getting the, the thing is it because it's like a spiritual thing because that's kind of more what it is yes. for me. I have this really like huge. Um, did you ever watch the Black Mirror, Dave? Where it was like the the I think the second or third season, and like it's a Star Trek trope. But um, basically, oh, there's like yeah. the, you watched it. Yeah, the girl with the pretty yeah. eyes. Yeah, and like the guy, <laughs> basically the owner or like the boss, he basically owns all of them and just like keeps regenerating them. And I was like, oh no, that's what this is going to do. Like we're going to somehow be absorbed into the thing, and then we're not going to be able to like shed. You know what I mean? And like well, go on to the next state. That's that brings me back to yeah. the Bible once again. I love Talk to be this. able to do this. That, yeah, 
once you take the mark and people, there's a verse that says they will be seeking death, but they won't find it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Well, I just want rest, you guys. I just want peaceful, eternal yeah. rest or whatever oh that God. is. And Peace. once you're locked yeah. into the body and you are stuck in the flesh for eternity, mm-hmm. that's what yeah. the mark does, then it's that's hell. That's hell. It sounds like yeah. hell. Yeah. I also think that like we've done that before and that's why we're here. <laughs> well that goes that goes also with the way. uh mm-hmm. also uh, the myth mythology of um, Vlad Tepesh, Te- uh, Dracula. Mm-hmm. Huh. He's in this body, and he's immortal, and he has to feed on blood to fucking maintain his own existence. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. You become like entropic, and yeah, like so. The when I actually like heard of this job, I totally was not immersed in conspiracy land at all like Uh oh really oh yeah like I fucking cracked open I mean before that like I had dealt with hauntings and entities and like I was really psychically sensitive and like dealt with like literal empath injuries and so I was like okay you know like I I was quote-unquote awake on a personal level Mm -hmm. but like had never like made the bigger connections and just never I just never fucking cared I was always just about my own life and like my own kind of soul's journey and I was doing my astrology stuff and I was just like la 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 you know and then like Mm -hmm. I heard of this jab right and I was like oh my fucking god and there was something in me that was like you should investigate this like using your abilities and I was like okay because I didn't really know what that meant. I think I was majorly upgraded and I don't really know. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I, I fucking like felt into this thing. And like I, this, this, whatever I felt on the other end of this jab, it was like a big sea monster. It like mm. literally almost ate me, consumed me like in that moment. And I like peeled out and then I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Never, never, never. I won't. You know, yeah, and everything yeah. in me was like, bitch, die first. It's so weird how, like, you see those, like, Hydra vulgaris creatures or whatever, the little, like, whoa, 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 like, sw- like swimming in those little vials, or I don't know. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what, like, the sea monster that I saw connected to the jabs last year in April like, <sighs> looked like. And I was like, oh my God, like, I cannot be, like, put. So I pretty much like told my dad last year in April, I was like, I'm never going to get it. And they're going to tell me that I can't do anything. And they're going <laughs> to like, and I'm going to be, they're going to try to make me an unprotected class. And you should care about this. <laughs> and lo you know? and behold, look how right you were. Uh, yeah. And he right? didn't care. Yes. And he still doesn't see it. And that's sad, no. but. You can't fucking wake up. That's my thing now. Like, I can't wake I anybody it. up who's not awake, right? Yeah, but dad, protect me. <laughs> but also, you know. <laughs> no, seriously, like, I've given up on tapping people on the shoulder. So I'm just mm-hmm. using my show. If anybody wants to listen to it, That's right. they can and then get an, uh, an idea of what's actually going on. Like, I actually told my one of my, one of my three brothers... Mm-hmm. Uh, my show recently finally 28 episodes in he's, and, he, and he listened to the first episode he couldn't get past the first four minutes 
He's like, oh. oh, I can't do it, man. I, I prefer fact-based discussions. I'm like, oh, oh God. No worries. <laughs> yeah, that's... that person listening to this conversation and fill your body with gold and <laughs> right? Like, like, sea monsters and like entities. Fucking mental asylum. Yeah, well, some of the fun of the self-fun. Yeah, some of the fun of the gold pill is that like there's a self-awareness of how like you know (laughs) ridiculous it kind of is, but it's sort of like that's again, it's just a really it's a great symbol for us. It's honest, yeah, yeah. Stranger By the way, way, bro, if you're listening to this, I fucking love you to death. Yes, I don't don't care. We build bridges in the gold. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's um, my mom. Basically, she doesn't want to argue with me anymore. Not that, and so I we just kind of like let it go. But it is funny because she basically I came at her with some really good facts one day because she was arguing with me about the facts, and she just said to me, "I don't want to know." She just goes, "I don't want to know." And I was like, "That's fine. Yeah, that's a boundary. I don't need to make you feel. But if you don't want to, that's fine." But I thought it was so funny and cute because she just was like, I can't hear about like the beagles and about Fauci. I just, I can't like. No, mom, I, she look at it. He's a sus guy, but she's just, yeah, she's like in her 70s. She's got oh, things wait. to think she about. She likes yeah. talking about beagles. I'd fucking be down with that shit. Yes, no, she's a beagle. Uh, she looks talking about all that kind of stuff. I'm not a big fan of the beagles. But I, I am. Oh no, the beagles, them. the beagles. You know the the dogs that Fauci. Oh, the dog. <laughs> yes. No, the beetles. Yeah, I get it. People have some mixed feelings on the beetles these days. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair Crowley and all that shit. Yeah. Oh God, it's it is interesting once you get into everything how deconstructed culture gets and how mm. you. You still love the music that you grew up listening to because it's just hard to be like, I can't. And I really don't want to not listen to it. But at the same time, it's like, oh, man, this was constructed for this or yeah, this I was mean, really great. And then it got co-opted. And here you can sense, see when that happened this year and all this, you know, weird shit started happening. So, for sure, dude. I mean, like I, I researched all this shit and like all these Christians were saying, you can't listen to these bands anymore. And I'm like, dude, it's still fucking awesome. Like, yeah. Like, how can you not like it? Like, it's so good. But I, it's I we're Matrix up. music. Yeah, I yeah. know what we're up to, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to fucking stop listening to shit that I enjoy. You know? Dude, yeah. Most of what I listen yeah. to is, like, I listen to a lot of hip-hop. A lot of hip-hop is pretty shrouded in, like, that kind of dense, like, type. Yeah. You know? Like, it just is. Like, but I love it. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like a metal rock guy, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of very uh, uh, wise lyrics in metal, and people mm-hmm. don't understand that because all they hear is screaming, and I'm like, if you actually look at the lyrics, you'll see what they're actually saying is very positive and self-empowering. I'll have to show you this new band. I can't remember what they're not new, I guess, but they're from Japan. My boyfriend showed it to me and it's like a really heavy metal band, like really heavy. And they're all dressed like, like, uh, like Japanese, like characters, like from their culture, but like really ghoulish. And then they have these like pop stars, like a trio of pop stars that come out and like dance and sing pop music over the metal music. 
And they're Japanese. And they're Japanese. And it's like they bring their old school culture into it. It is truly like a sight to behold. I'll have to send you a clip or crazy. something. It is really crazy, but it's got like the deep, the really deep like drums and the, the rhythm and bass, obviously. Yeah, it's real, uh, musicians, I think it sucks because they have a really cool line into something often and then they just get co-opted as well. Like I think mm-hmm. they get really heavily fed on by the industry. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, there's a band called Ghost and they're from uh, uh-huh. Sweden. Oh, okay. They dress up, like the singer dresses up as uh, Antichrist Pope. He's got mm-hmm. the, okay. miter, the miter on I his I love head. Swedish metal. <laughs> Oh my god! So he's got the the you know like the the miter that the pope wears, but it's got an upside yeah. cross on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Skeleton makeup on, and their backdrop mm. on the stage is like a antichrist cathedral, like a satanic cathedral. And all the other members of the band wear these metallic masks, and they're all represented by the elements. Oh, that's so cool, dude! Like yeah. metals. It's really neat. The more you go into it, it just it's really they they know what they're talking about, and it's interesting. Go on, they go on. Do. And uh, the fact that they actually do that tells me that they're not actually satanic, but they're trying to expose right. the satanic properties of the Catholic Church. Yeah, and it's, like, it's people, interesting. Look go at them; they were evil, but it's like no, dude, they're trying to expose the evils of the fucking church you know yeah that's the those thing i think people get evil. hung up on those evils are evil mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's interesting because the church is like um as for all its things that it can offer that's really good it's like no different than uh a lot of other things that aren't good it's kind of like it's the same it cuts you off from the spiritual side in some way like asking acting as an interference so in in some way it's kind of like they are the evil entity and i'm not i'm definitely not being like pro satan i think that's kind of lame but like (laughs) i don't think it's i think that any sort of extreme worship of a god no matter who it is and it's it, given the, I'm, I'm not talking about the satanists who are just really into self-worship but the ones that who actually you know worship a deity or whatever um i think whatever extreme worship is fine and i it's whatever people i think that actually we would have more in common with those people on like a level of just understanding the spiritual and material and how they interact than most people who just go to church you know what i mean and i'm not i'm not even suggesting that we have any like uh moralities or things that like overlap or there's not things that we wouldn't do differently but i do think that all of us have that like same appreciation for you know the spiritual world essentially yeah i think we actually have to have like a good balance between the light and the dark we can't go to one either side uh all the time because it's gonna be too much right so we have to have a balance like we have to enjoy the the dark side as well i think yeah, well, I think it's, even if you don't enjoy it, I think the lack of acknowledging, I mean, everyone has two aspects. So when we don't acknowledge our dark side, that is perhaps the darkest individual, the darkest energy I ever encounter is when people are just so certain and sanctimonious that they're doing the right things, you know, and they're really yeah. they're virtue signaling or whatever. And it's like, you know, you can just see all the holes in their whole makeup, you know, their composition. No and it's, work. 
100%. Yeah, and it's that's yeah. way darker than someone who worships Satan, in my opinion. Oh you my know? god, yeah. speak sure. fire. So true. Yeah, we're totally spitting fire this episode. Holy mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen, too. I was just so excited to get you guys on. Dirty Yeah, party. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Yes! Meredith like, and I, or Meredith mostly, because she's really skilled at astro- astrology and all sorts of stuff like that. She has some some interesting tidbits about the number 30, right? Oh my gosh, hardly. I mean, I have like a lot of bros around the number 30. Like I was born on a 30th. I was born on July 30th. And I turned mm-hmm. 30 this year on the 30th. <laughs> um, you had your golden birthday. I sure fucking did. And it's the, and then a gold <laughs> pill was born. And it's like yes. a baby. <laughs> little infancy stage right now. <laughs> it's just a wee little baby. Yes. Baby. No, but so, um, so 30 reduces to three. And three is all about creative expression. Actually, that's my life path number. So this was a divinely ordained appointment. <laughs> I love it. No, but, but, um, but no, so creative expression, youthfulness, it's like the divine child. There's been a little bit of that peppering this conversation. See, you see, I'm 42, I'm 42 years old right now. And Hi. people always say like, Dude, you're you 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 look way younger than forty two, and you act way younger than forty two, right? Yeah, <laughs> that applies to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's a neat number too because I think three is the number of the Empress, right? In tarot. Oh uh, wait, okay. So there's the fool, there's a magician, the high priestess, and the uh-huh. Empress. Yes. And so I think of her energy, which would be like youthful, fertile energy. Birthing being something. Present. Yes. Yeah, the harvest as well. She's always like pictured in like a, or usually pictured in like a huge bountiful field of mm. wheat. Which, what know. do we make with wheat? Bread. We make bread, guys. I don't know if I'm <laughs> fertile because I've, <laughs> I have no kids and I've, well no not fertile like in the material way but like this this conversation might be like fertile ground for some really neat ideas to come forth or perhaps there will be future projects that get discussed you know things like that there's lots of the the fertility of the creativity is in the air sure doesn't always have necessarily it's especially uh doesn't have to be in the flesh right it's more spiritual it can be but women yeah can birth whole entire worlds i mean if if allowed to you know and not like fucking chemtrailed all the time (laughs) oh i just saw something on the news recently about like focusing on the struggles of women trying to get pregnant and i was like this is interesting because of all the stuff that we know christ yeah Yeah, but i was thinking (laughs) and i was also just thinking about like god we all have really just had this really interesting upbringing like all the chemicals that we've been around it just seems sort of like it's um you know been baked into the pie but also it's like interesting because there's this uh premonition that a lot of people share about the future which is not going to include humans according to some people or not like on a mass scale and i wonder too if that that is something that is by design or that is something that is 
going to happen on some sort of evolutionary level or is that just total nonsense as gauged by your that. response yeah i'm sorry <laughs> lay it down why don't you agree with it because okay like here's how i see it there's like so many people that are talking about depopulation agenda depopulation mm. agenda so think about when a blue, I'm thinking about this from the mental information war, spiritual war perspective. Mm-hmm. The depopulation agenda is a fear fucking harvest. They love our fear. Ah. I think they want to keep us all alive. Anyone who wants it, who wants to give up their body to the mm. parasitic <laughs> class. Borg. Can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that like they're going to come up with solutions to mask the jab injuries uh, and like try to keep people alive through the boosters and all this. Right. Like mm-hmm. I think that they want to like, and they want to create a new race. So I don't think that, I think that so true. So true. I don't know. Like, but maybe I, what they're saying when they say no more humans, they mean no more like human being, not like, like, us, it, like yeah. there's going to be a new state of being, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that would be more assimilated or more Android or more robotic or whatever. But I don't you know? think yeah, it's but like a graphene 500,000. What's a graphene oxide? Just like pull us into where they want us to be. Mm-hmm. If we take all the posters and all that shit with the graphene oxide in us, because I have a friend, uh, Colorado Dank, shout out. Uh, mm-hmm. he's got hey. that mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> all the shit that they're pumping into us, especially the graphene, they can just put a chip, they can like, yeah, into our fucking, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I literally just posted something from five years ago. It's like this, the then CEO of Pfizer is just talking about how there's no compliance among their patients. And so they do need to get some sort of chip into their patients so that we can see if our patients have been compliant with our medicine. So basically you would take the medicine, it would signal to your chip, your chip would, your chip would signal to your phone or something like that. This is five years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, in 2013, DARPA was talking about these chips that you could just, that would just be in pills that you could just, dude, we all, we probably already have like seven. I know. (laughs) You know what I did? I did see something that was very encouraging, which was like, I know that we've had a lot of talk about, they're putting it all into our food, but apparently there is something uh, different about the method um, of injecting it versus eating it, which it gets by the blood brain barrier and like a much different, uh, it doesn't get past it, just ingesting it. You have to inject it into the bloodstream for it to affect your brain prion style. Oh God. And then they got that, the whole thing where they were like, (laughs) you got that whole theory about them putting the fucking vaccine into lettuce. Yeah. 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 Dude, yeah, that's but that's not even... a theory. They have been fucking with our. We are. We all have graphene oxide inside of us. In we have been so concerned 100%. about. Yeah, we've been so concerned about genetically modified and like it being like, but we never. It kind of like the conversation has stopped there, and it's never been like, okay, so <laughs> genetically modified for what? 
You know what I'm saying? Like I've always just assumed it's like to get a bigger harvest or to make a bigger vegetable or fruit, but I'm sure it's like, it's the same thing that Obama ran on in like 2008, which was like chains, this very ambiguous idea. So like, what is (laughs) genetically modified? Yeah. Equity, like all these dumb terms. Yes. Build it back. (laughs) Triple B's. Yes. Oh my gosh. Jesus Christ. This is crazy. I mean, like, honestly, I, I, I hope like people who are not truthers listen to this show right now and they just want to put <laughs> us into an asylum. I just want that so much. You know, <laughs> see, I, can pa- I think we can all pass like a legit psych test. That's the really fun part. And that's kind right. of what's fun. Yeah, because they can try all they want, but it's like, I am not the crazy one. They can really come at me. And I know I have done a lot of work to to be able to establish like whenever I do, because, you know, sometimes you wake up and you get inundated with messages, right? Just like Mm -hmm. you see stuff online or on TV or however you get it through advertisements, uh, walking around. And it just makes you feel like it's everywhere, but it's not everywhere. (laughs) It just makes you feel like it's um, all over your scene and it's not. And so there's a way to bypass it. I'm pretty yeah, open with way? all of the folks. Oh. <laughs> uh, the way to bypass it is basically, you know, it's been the more and more people I see online that truly have this non-engagement way. Like there are people who are really hung up on the vaccine and that's, I totally get that because they're being affected by it in a different way. But a lot of people that aren't engaging with it don't have, they're just not, it's not. Uh, they just don't care. If they don't care, and it's like, at some point, like, you have to realize uh, the people that don't care, it's not like they just, by the grace of God, don't care. They've been through so much stuff in their life, right? I'm sure all of us have stories that it's like, okay, I, what can I not handle? You know what I mean? (laughs) And I think that there's, like, a real, it's it's not about, like, being fearless, but it's just about being, like, I'm not going to like engage with it and I'm going to do my best to just not be afraid of it and not, and just kind of do my thing about informing people. And I'm just, I do my best to not engage with it. I can't get past saying that. I know I sound like a broken record, but non-engagement is the key to so much of this. Yeah. I I do not, I do not engage either. So. Yeah. And I, it's a little bit in the digital war. I'm just kidding. I engaged a little bit today in the metaverse because, well, my friend Joseph was getting ganged up on by his bully, like authoritarian fucking friends. I was like, dude, these people would not care if you got like dragged out of your house. Like you have to like stop caring about them, (laughs) you know? Like they don't give a fuck about you because he was just trying to say like don't take these shots like y'all stop taking these boosters and shit you know and like everybody got on him and was like this is really disappointing this is a really harmful message this is dude he got put in Facebook jail because somebody reported him I think I mean that's my gut like Facebook has algorithmic like they. Um, Uh-oh. Yep. Yes. Yay. If you get into Facebook jail, there's a chance that somebody can, you know, like 
that somebody reported you and I think somebody reported him and I'm like, dude, they would fucking snitch on your ass so fast for like a Kit Kat bar. They wouldn't think twice, you know? Fucking yeah. Don't disconnect, you know? Because I was like um, Cap and save ho you know? I, I actually uh, jumped on Facebook uh, for the first time since 2013, I believe. That's cool. <laughs> and I wanted to promote... I wanted to promote my podcast, and then I was like, <laughs> uh, the, fir- the first night that I was doing it, like, I gotta get off. I gotta get off of here. I can't deal That's with terrible. it. And I-, I had to find, like, how to get off, and it took me two days to fucking figure out how to, like, Dude. delete my account again. Yeah. I, like, got <laughs> I had a stalker come from Facebook. I got doxxed last year, like, <sighs> and, like, Oh my god! Like, and I had to move, which like really ended up being like the greatest blessing ever. But still, it's like, yeah, Facebook is trash. <laughs> Facebook can fuck right off. Facebook is trash, and Reddit has a lot. Like, it's so <laughs> pro-vax on Reddit that I definitely yeah. cannot even like have. I can't even go dog picture surfing on Reddit anymore. It's just no fun. So, I think that Instagram has a really strict policy about stuff. Honestly, TikTok has the most lenient policies, I think, about free speech. And I think that's just because they want to get to know you. Yeah, it's because it's <laughs> like, Chinese-owned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so cool, though. Do you have, like, international listeners, Davey? Yes, I do, yes. Yeah, Yay. it's so cool Hello. getting to talk to them. Yeah, the people listeners. that are from... <laughs> I totally went on someone's page today that like follows us and um, his it's all in a different language. It looks like it's Middle Eastern maybe. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, I translated it and it started calling the Americans infidels. And I was like, these are my people, but also like, do I, like, is this, I just kind of, <laughs> you know, it was one of those like times where like, I'm not like trying to align politically, you know, with like these people, but also like 90% of what they're saying is like stuff that I say. <laughs> Oh, so. oh shit! I was like, yeah, oh, this is a like, real moral moment. Yeah, yeah it's funny though. Here. It's funny though because yes. to me, oh, to me, it's funny because I try to, <laughs> I try to go on Instagram and say like, yeah. who are my listeners internationally? And nobody fucking pipes up. I'm like, holy fuck! You should find me. You know, you should be able to find me. But nobody's like saying, yeah, I'm in Germany or whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> like nobody's fucking piping up and saying like i'm from here you know? oh it's yeah wild. it's yeah it's neat listening to people in other countries or like talking not even talking with them but just like interacting <laughs> with them online just because they um yeah you really find out that you have a lot in common it's and that's the other thing is i'll feel like a little crazy it's around me and i feel like it's everywhere and then i will go online and i'll see all the things that i see where it's like protests are happening and all this good stuff's happening <clears throat> and i go okay well i'm not crazy obviously what's going on is that you know i'm seeing the bigger picture and the people here have been kind of forced to have a smaller picture of the world right now where it's if you watch cnn it's truly like i think 90 percent about trump and the insurrection and then maybe like I don't know what else they even talk about, but they're still stuck on January 6th. They can't move past it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, wild. And it's wild. That's mind control. And I think think you're mind controlling, but I also think they're controlling time with it in a weird way because they use, Trump used the 80s, like nostalgia to get, um, to get whatever, elected in a really big way. And I think they're using, yeah, the nostalgia of, their most terrifying moment. 
to, to I don't oh know, make God. sure. That's yeah. Ridiculous. Today, you would think the woman next door, her number one goal in life was that <laughs> Trump didn't get reelected. And I'm like, Trump's like, he's I'm just so like, I don't even threat. know who. He's not even on Yeah, he's not radar. a threat is how I feel. Exactly. He's like, exactly. A, he's just one of, you know, that whole, so that whole January 6th thing really created a whole thing, like, in the minds of, like, emotionally mm, liberals. messy liberals yeah <laughs> like i can remember like listening to this girl's podcast that I, i've worked with her like she lives you know kind of ish like maybe like 45 minutes from charlotte and like she i would like go to where she works and do like my readings and stuff and you know she like literally recorded a podcast from the perspective of like herself as a like high priestess you know in yeah like in voodoo and like all of this right and like so she's professionally like speaking and sharing on a podcast about how she felt like she was raped like when they went inside of that congress building that masonic fucking temple it was like they went inside of me like i just was like how like how do you like actually like identify on a physiological level with a masonic congress building no no offense to any freemasons you know no i that's just but to their credit it was built by masons yeah 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 it's it's a ritual fucking building where they do their creepy shit and like they pass shit that is harmful to most people and like you know so I look at that as like an anarchist and I'm just like uh don't relate and like you need like major psychological help if you feel personally raped after watching the news I mean I'm I'm very interested I'm sorry I feel personally raped (laughs) after watching the news all this time I'm, so, I'm very interested in, in I'm very interested in hearing what uh, my token Freemason friend Stefano has to say about this conversation. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I would love to talk to him. Well, no, no like, dude, all the founding like, Adam, fathers were Freemasons, right? I, I mean, that's public knowledge. He wants to talk to me? I'll talk to him. Yeah, dude, just connect <laughs> with Stefano, him. Yeah, know, he's know, a great if you guy. Think that you want to talk sometime? I'm just kidding. I'm no seriously like i'll I'll hook you up with him right on she's getting sassy yeah i getting sassy in the late hours here oh my gosh (laughs) see girl this is why i'm always past the fuck out at this time so davy just like so you can know how much your 30th episode means to me i always go to sleep at like seven (laughs) o'clock Oh my god, it's, it's it's eleven o'clock for me now. Dude, it is here too. Yeah, I think we share a time zone. Um so yeah. I'm in like I'm in North Carolina, right? So it's like East Coast US and like definitely it's eleven o'clock and I'm like still but this is why, because I just become this strange it's like I'm usually asleep right now. The so. night takes you over. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm like, who's this bitch? All right. Like, I'm yeah, dude. More often. You guys want to? You guys want to wrap it up uh, here, and we probably get you back on for another show. Like this. Is let's amazing. do it. That would be super let's fun. Talk, yeah. Let's. Make oh yeah. Whatever this... golden red is together. Whatever. Hell yeah. Pill that could be yes. champagne. Pill. Well, it's. 
Well, it's yeah, the champagne pill. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh that fucking pop those uh, brain corks for people, you know? Yes, yes. The rosé. Popping minds like popping minds like fucking champagne corks. Oh fuck, we lost uh holy fuck. <laughs> Totally no interference oh my at God. all in this conversation. Right? Whatsoever. Fucking, uh... I did nobody, off- nobody's trying to interfere with our show right now. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, FBI agents, we're on to you, you know? Leave it all in anyway. <laughs> Yay, good, yeah. Just leave it all in there. So, do you want to plug anything? Uh, well... Um, yeah, I'll plug myself. I do readings, astrology readings, and I, I'd like to plug readings. myself if I could, but I can't. you know, <laughs> sorry, sorry, oh go my ahead. God. <laughs> Just wait until they bring out like real matrix plugins, <laughs> right? No, but, um, but so yeah, so I do astrology readings and tarot card readings and energy work, and uh, right, and my website is meredithsluckystars.net and then i have a podcast with amy and she's amazing and oh my god it won't let her reconnect so obviously me and amy have some fire going on and we have an anchor now because we signed i signed up for (laughs) for the anchor app thanks to davy wavy so (laughs) so yeah be on uh, anchor (laughs) maybe yeah can you plug anything for amy because she we dropped her or Amy does... Same thing, right? Like, plug her Instagram. Well... I'll put it all in the show notes anyway. Yeah, so it's at Take the Gold Pill is where she prefers to be reached in this medium. She's a little bit more anonymous than I am, so... Yeah. That's where you can find her doing her thing. She finds the best TikToks on the whole entire talk verse. Yeah, she shares it with me, too. I love it. Yeah. I don't know. She's saying, like, girl, I can't reconnect, but I'm pretty sure that, like, me, like, re- like trying to respond to her would disconnect me since I'm actually, like. Yeah. I'm so, it was Probably really. Uh, yeah, so I might get disconnected, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> no, I can't. Okay, re- well, I'll say goodbye now, though, <laughs> and then uh, we'll get you okay. lovely fucking ladies on for another uh, show. Yeah, super fun. And it was an honor. Thank you so much for sharing your 30th episode we should do your your 40th episode (laughs) hell yeah all right (laughs) bye davy thank you guys so much for coming on i love you guys love you too thank you Bye. bye thank you very much Lovely ladies and gentlemen for tuning in for another episode of the Bread Pill Cartel. I really hope you're uh, enjoying the wave of the Davy so far. And, uh, you know, if you know if you enjoy the show, you can support the show by the main one of the main things without going to my Patreon. Fuck the Patreon. Just just uh, create stories on your Instagram or Facebook and spread the word of my show and it'll help grow the show and it'll give you more um, it'll give me more incentive to uh, keep doing the show like I don't need the incentive but you know what I'm saying like if you're if you're riding the wave then just you know 
send that wave out there because we're it's all a ripple effect right so uh i, I just want to thank the two lovely ladies i had on my show we had so much fun and we're gonna be talking more we're gonna probably get them back on for another show because this was too much it was so much fun and i didn't want it to end so if you didn't want it to end you know you know share this share the show put it on your stories mention them in your comments in your ig stories whatever you know like let's keep the wave going let's keep that ripple effect going so thank you guys so much and love you guys everybody god bless you all